Hey everybody, uh, it's Hayden and Josh today. Hey Josh. Hey, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? Yeah, uh, sorry, we're a little bit rusty because it's been uh, like a month <clears throat> and um, yeah. At least three, at least three weeks. Yeah, it's it's been it's been weird lately. Uh, I know my job situation has changed a, a little bit, and it's it's just been complicated to find a good time to record. But then last week I was free like every day, like literally all day every day. Uh, but then Hannah couldn't record because uh, she's <laughs> getting ready for is it her sister's wedding? Yeah, she and in, common, in combination with her job, uh, she is been getting ready, prepping for for that wedding. Uh, yeah. So this week, it's not my fault; it's all Hannah's fault. So yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, we should. Uh, it sounds like we should be able to get back to recording episodes, uh, our regular episodes, next week, uh, maybe tomorrow. Right. Uh, we'll check with Hannah and uh, be sure on that. Uh, I haven't spoken; she hasn't given us any updates about. You know, she said 10 days uh, back in on Monday for the uh, next 10 days. She's going to be busy. So it could be, so, it could, we, we could potentially have one out next week. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, but we'll see. We'll, we'll just see what happens with that. Anyways, yeah. today we are not doing a regular episode because Hannah is not here. We are just doing a review of Mortal Kombat. The Mortal new Kombat! Yes, the new Mortal Kombat movie that just came out. Yes. Uh, not to be confused, not like, I, I don't want to, you know, hype anyone up uh, about a new game because that was last year. That may have even been two years ago. I don't, I don't really remember at this point. Uh, What's time? Possibly, tw possibly 2019. I think that's when the, the last new one came out. Yeah, and that was MK11, which is wonderful. Mm, I played yeah. it today because this weekend, since I saw the movie, I was like, Okay, I'm gonna play the game again. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. Uh, so no, yeah. This is a movie. I personally like. I feel like this is so many people. Um, I loved the first two. <laughs> uh, I I grew up with them though. Like there, that was definitely part of my childhood. I also grew up with Mortal Kombat, and so that was. I was gonna love it no matter what. Um, like of course the like the classic two movies they're they're like they're bad <laughs> but you know they're good they're good bad yeah um it's uh, since then since those uh, of course there's been a lot of new changes and additions to the mortal kombat lore and this one this movie does some interesting things uh so Actually, Josh, did you ever see, so what in terms of like Mortal Kombat live action stuff have you seen? Uh, I've only actually seen the first movie, uh, which, you know, it's a, it's, it's what it, it is, what it is, what it is. Uh, at the time they, you know, wanted to, to, you know, put the, the, what you, the experience from the games into the film, but they didn't have the technology at the time to get those effects, but I, I respect that they tried to do 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 something like that. I know there was a, I know from back then there was a lot of hype when that one came out because Mortal Kombat was so you know was still very fresh and very you know integrated yeah. into the you know the zeitgeist you know or the or pop culture. Yeah, of course. Um, did you ever? So they did a few 
I think they did like two different web series or something. Um, it, it's been a long time since, uh, since I've watched any of that. But did you ever see those? I think it was Mortal Kombat Legacy, but mm-hmm. I, I could be wrong about that. That exact title. No, I haven't seen any, any of those. Uh, I know I know HBO Max also had a Scorpion's Revenge. Was that a? Was yeah, that, a- that was that was not live action. That was animated. I right, actually right. haven't seen that yet, and uh, I'm I thank you for <laughs> reminding me about that because I need to look that up at some point. Yeah. Um, but no, they did. Uh, they were like YouTube. It was a YouTube series. Uh, I think it was actually before YouTube TV was a thing. So I, I don't know. I don't know much about YouTube TV anyways. So I can't really speak to that. But uh, yeah, it was it was really it was really cool. They it was mostly them doing like origin stories for like the main characters which which was really it was really cool and it was very well done it was well acted i think and it was it definitely had good graphics or decent graphics um this was quite a few years ago now but it it was it was really awesome and it got me and i'm sure a lot of other people hyped for for more stuff but this is an actual official movie and so Josh, uh, this is a movie that is, of course, in theaters as well as HBO Max. So where did you watch it? Um, <laughs> considered uh, in my town, our theater has a sign on it as, that is temp- says temporary closed. And I think it's been temporary, clo- temporary closed since the uh, third wave of COVID hit. Uh, and so, so I would, I, I kind of hope that they would kind of start back soon, start open up again soon, but I don't know if there's no telling when they might open up or if they might open up again, but I know some theaters right here are showing it, but I of course watched it uh, on HBO max. Yeah, that's, and that's where I planned to watch it originally, but then uh, a friend of mine just texted me like last weekend or something saying like, Hey, so this theater that I like going to a lot is opening up again uh, next weekend. And Mortal Kombat comes out. You want to go see it? I'm like, sure. Uh, I actually, uh, I'm kind of, I don't really care about movie theaters anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. uh, It could be, it could be the, the specific one we went to, like it was a Regal theater and I'm never really a fan personally of Regal theaters. Uh, mainly, I just find them to be uncomfortable and over overpriced. So, mm. but I mean, like with AMC, all the theaters that I that are around me now that are AMC have like the really comfortable chairs. Oh, so, yeah. not like Regal, which has like the standard terrible ones. Um, but no, it was. Yeah, it was fine going into it. I was a little uncomfortable just kind of sitting the whole time, but, uh, and I've probably gotten really spoiled <laughs> from being able to watch all this stuff on my TV in the most comfortable chair right here. Right. And uh, just, you know, being able to pause it and go to the bathroom when I need to instead yes. of having to figure all that out. Yes, yeah, I, I did that for watching it uh, today, actually. And I was like, 
oh, this is great. I can just pause it because it was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to come back to watch it. And I just, I just need to go to the bathroom. I don't want to like miss anything. And I think that's one thing that I remember from going to the theaters. You know, you, there'd be something that you might miss because, you know, if you have to go, you got to go. And then, you know, there's no one you can probably ask your buddy or someone, whoever you're with to fill you in. But, you yeah. know, it, it kind of takes away from the experience a little bit. But I, I, I do miss going to theaters um, that because there's no you are kind of shut off from the outside. It really does help help get you, you know, you know, kind of submerge you into the experience of like, oh, you're watching this. You're in you're you, you feel you're the, the outside world is shut off and you're kind of in this reality now yeah i mean kind of but honestly the like you know the most fun experiences movie going experiences that i well what i think are the most fun are the those experiences when like it's a big with it's like usually when it was like a crowded theater yeah and everybody was really getting into the movie and enjoying Mm -hmm. it together like those those are always the best things i don't feel like that happens nearly enough (laughs) No, no, not 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 these days. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's been but, the decline. Yeah, so this was this was interesting. I didn't have to actually start talking now about the the actual movie and our review instead of just setting up the uh, what preceded it. Um, what what were your, what were your expectations going into this movie? Um, I. You know, from the trailers, they gave us a good bit to go off of. You know, with some of the, you know, the or the I guess the characters that we had that we needed to focus on, like you know Cole and Jax, um, and then the Scorpion uh, Sub Zero conflict. Uh, but with but but not as much, but with like vague details of the tournament itself, enough to get to fans. So fans know, so so fans know what to, know, uh, can see. Oh, this is Mortal Kombat, but newcomers can also see what's going on. So I was like, okay, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a little more, um, like a, you know, this is gonna uh, help. Come out. This is this trailer was good to set the stage so people can get are interested and invested in going 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 to see see the movie. Um, but I wasn't exactly sure how everything would play out, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, actually, and you know what? You didn't really say anything, but I don't know why I just thought of it. It's a good thing to address. Uh, are we going to be talking a spoiler review or a spoiler-free review? Spoilers. Spoiler-heavy. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, if if you can even count like anything as a spoiler, like you, I don't think there's that much to be surprised about or to ruin the movie there's not going to be a plot detail in my opinion that would make you just be like well now it's ruined i don't care about it whatever who cares about <laughs> well you know if you if you if you saw the movie and you had your own thoughts and you know, i think you'd like i definitely don't like you know you like hearing our you know thoughts about it or uh, kind of our our analysis of it um, or even if you don't want to watch the movie, or it's not your cup of tea, cup of tea, but but it's still it's still worth watching. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, my expectations, honestly, like going into it and after the trailers and stuff. Again, I am a huge Mortal Kombat fan. It's I've never been like great at the games, but I've always Same. loved them. I've bought like every one basically that uh, since they've. Um, at least since like 
what like PlayStation 2 era, I think, because mm-hmm. I remember uh, getting Deadly Alliance, uh, Deception, Armageddon, Shaolin Monks. Uh, I, I didn't keep it, but I think I bought Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. And then I think <laughs> I sold it or returned it or just lost it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, of course, MK9, MKX, and MK11. Uh, MK9, <laughs> I had on the 360, and now I have on my computer. And MKX, I have on my Xbox One and on my computer. <laughs> and MK11, I only have on my computer. But it's, yeah, so I, I make sure to pretty much stick to to getting all the games. Uh, you know, there's only a handful, if even that, that I haven't played, like, Mortal Kombat, uh, Scorpio, uh, Mythologies, Sub Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, there was special special forces. Uh, I think I played Gold, but that was that was a long time ago. Anyways, point being, big MK fan. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that means I have I actually know a lot of the lore and a lot of the deep cuts that you may have noticed in the movie if you are a fan or may have just totally gone over your head if if you're not that uh, that invested in the series so i like i expected it to be i expected it to be fun flashy mm-hmm. uh, definitely flashy yeah. um i did not expect I did not expect a particularly strong story, even though I think the Mortal Kombat universe has a relatively strong story. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because, again, how much lore there is built up in the universe there now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, they have their comics and everything. So um, I think they've done more than a lot of people think. But it's, yeah, I, I was like, they're they're going to do their own thing and I'm going to have to just not be upset or bothered by that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I didn't have like particularly high expectations for it to be like a great movie, but I figured it would be fun and I was going to enjoy it anyways. Yeah. Um, you knew the, uh, at, you know, it being t- whenever this was filmed, 2019, 2020, that, and uh, that the special effects would be uh, top notch, top tier. Oh, yeah. um, but of course, what they give you in the trailer doesn't mean that they're gonna, you know, doesn't spell out, you know, that how well this, how well the story is gonna play out, or if it's gonna, or how good it's gonna be. But I think there's definitely room for you know improvement and for further, you know, installments, diving, further installments or more lore in in in, in future sequels. Yeah. And they they definitely, I think they've been pretty upfront about this too. They are definitely setting up for a franchise. Like mm-hmm. they, they've even announced, I can't remember the, the main guy's name. And I, I think it was the main character um, who's actually a completely new character to the Mortal Kombat universe. Uh, mm-hmm. His name's Cole. I don't remember his last name or anything. Um, I don't think it's Hisashi. I don't think he kept Hanzo's name. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's Cole. He's a whole new character, and yeah. So I think he might have been the one that 
uh, they talked about being signed on for further movies in the franchise, or it may have been whoever played uh, Liu Kang. I, I can't remember. I, was, I thought it was uh, the person who played Sub Zero. Oh, maybe it was him. Yeah. What do I, I can I can I can see both of them coming back for for seek for future installment sequels. Yeah. So yeah, they uh, again they definitely are setting it up for a uh, franchise, mm-hmm. which good for them. You know, I mean they. Yeah. That gives them more room to expand and really do some interesting stuff, which, like I, I obvi- I definitely did not mind bringing in a new character because like they bring mm-hmm. in new characters a lot. Like, yeah, they, yeah. They they bring in new characters all the time. Um, I was a little disappointed about like his gimmick, I guess, like his power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did this. They did this whole thing where, uh, yeah, like they they actually gave them all like superpowers. That's at least what one character calls it. I think uh, at some yeah, point. I think Kano, Kano call, calls it that. Kano calls it uh, their superpowers, but it's called Harkana. Harkana, Harkana, yeah, Harkana. Yeah. yeah, and that's yeah, that's what they they're they're you know whatever their special abilities are that they can use to fight off you know other real those other realm fighters because otherwise you know (laughs) yeah not gonna last long yeah and i mean the way they did that to me that stuff was just kind of like it was eye rolling (laughs) like you know they all have it's like they have the mark and it's the some standard mortal Kombat dragon logo and it's like okay yeah that's that's original i thought that was i thought that was fine uh just because it's like okay this person has the potential to be you know a fighter or maybe they're already one of the best fighters in the world uh like if there was a list they would be on that list like definitively be on that list of a to to fight um and then of course the abilities was like okay i guess that you know makes sense they couldn't have actually gotten those already but you know whatever whatever yeah because i mean you know it's fair like it's it's been a weird thing for especially some of the characters in mk history anyways like uh because and they've kind of leaned into it more in the games more recently but again like uh what is it like well kano doesn't necessarily he never really has like a superpower type thing because usually in the games i believe he it's just like his eye is like cybernetic and that's usually yeah, how yeah. he can do the beam but yeah. in this they actually made it like that's a ability that like his eye his eye can like do the laser thing yeah um, i feel, I feel like I, I feel like i want to watch the trailer it, like he had a, a cybernetic eye or i guess the, i guess the way they showed him using it was like oh you couldn't really tell you it was it, yeah, could, it could have been that but it was it was obscured but i think he you know Probably should, they probably should have given the cybernetic guy. <laughs> I mean, also though, like with that, they they teased it. <laughs> like they they made you think that it was gonna happen the first time he got scratched by a reptile. Yeah, uh, it's like oh, he's gonna he's gonna get the covering and it's gonna be cybernetic. So it's like no, mm. no. And they teased it a few times, I think, about him losing his eye, but um, he he didn't really. Uh, he should have lost his eye after got getting it almost getting half his face scratched scratched oh, yeah. like that. Definitely should have. Yeah. 
but you know some some of the abilities like some of the arcana things were a bit weird um i was again i wasn't too on board with what they did with cole i guess i understand it but it was it just seemed very disconnected from everyone else's yeah yeah it, he he got armor and it was able to produce those blades of his but it didn't feel you know didn't it, it didn't feel earned really it just yeah. felt like he just kind of summons summons it and that's it i mean yeah, yeah. and he was kind of as as a character he was kind of boring in my opinion like he was a very safe standard kind of character yeah you know it's like i'm a fighter but i lose and what i can win fights but i'm protecting my family that's it um yeah so pretty boring but the, the other characters, the rest of the characters were, were generally really good. Of course, like, the the one who basically stole the show, I think, is pretty clear. Uh, it was Kano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They gave him a lot. Yeah, they gave uh, him the, the, hu- the, they gave him the humor. Um, yeah. All the he humor. was definitely the comic relief. Yeah. Um, which, I mean... I don't know. I was torn about at first because I'm just like, first of all, they made Kano like sort of a good guy for for most of the film. But, you know, like if you know anything about the games, you're like, Kano is just the biggest jerk ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. a mercenary. He doesn't, yeah. he only does what he does for himself. And he's always on the side of the bad guys. Yeah. Actually, he, again, he's always on the side of himself. <laughs> Right. But it, it, it actually, it actually worked out through the movie because he starts out as, you know, this, okay, definitely, you know, a bad, you know, guy. It, bad guy, not well, quote unquote bad guy kind of in it, in it to win it, do, you know, wants, wants to do things, do, do things his way or have things go for, to work out for him. And then it kind of sets him up to work with the initial crew. But then of course, when offered the chance to, you know, have whatever he want, yeah, of course he's going. He's going to change. He's going to change hands, you know. Yeah. Uh, and join uh, the other side. And I just want to say, one thing that I was a little bit disappointed by with him, and I kept waiting for it. Um, he didn't do his signature attack, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you're familiar with what his signature attack is. He does the cannonball spin, where he like defies gravity and spins like a cannonball in the air towards his opponent uh it's wonderful it's horrible uh, because people spam the crap out of that all the time and Mm -hmm. it's usually it's usually too good um it it can be it can be punished pretty easily in the games for the most part if you're prepared for it but yeah um, but in the in the whole kind of thing, he only got the laser eye. He didn't get any other abilities to where yeah. he could have that could have been a thing. Yeah, and yeah, again, that was kind of where I was like, okay, I guess they're trying to make it <laughs> seem a little more grounded yeah, as much as you can. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's like uh, okay, um, uh, Kung Lao. 
Kung Lao was great. Uh, I think they did they did really well with him. Uh, which I was I was pleasantly surprised about, honestly, because he's a character I imagine at least is has potential to be very easily overlooked. Um, because he's mm-hmm. usually kind of I don't know, almost a sidekick to Liu Kang. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, good for good on them for not making Liu Kang like the main character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He um, uh, in the movie he was very much, you know, in the, been doing this for a for a while. You know, knows everything. Very yeah, gave all very the exposition that they needed to hear. Very experienced. But uh, I did like him. I think he could have. I did. Like, I hope he has more a uh, bigger role in the next uh, movies that they make with him. Yeah, they uh, and I mean in the games they've kind of gone back and forth with Liu Kang, uh, you know, like he he was basically the the big hero for the first three games at least, as much as there was a story and a main character, but um, yeah, and then uh, I don't really know about four, but like Deadly Alliance, he gets killed, and then he comes back as a zombie. <laughs> in uh deception and armageddon and then mk9 he's like the main character but then kind of turns bad sort of it's complicated uh mkx he comes back as a revenant so like a zombie type thing basically Mm -hmm. not really a big bad guy but definitely gets closer to that and then in mk11 it's just weird they he's simultaneously a really bad guy and the main good guy kind of complicated again as i said um but yeah he's usually um like the center of everything but yeah again i'm i'm glad they i'm glad they didn't do that this time because yeah i think we've all seen a, enough luke king <laughs> focus mm-hmm. yeah uh, it was they did do well with him uh, I love uh, as I, as I play playing the games. I do I enjoy uh, Kung Lao uh, playing as them because you know the hat. Yeah, <laughs> the hat which is fun. was so much fun watching him. I I love that they did the teleport with his hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was surprised about that, and I was I was really happy with it. And they did his fatality. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful fatality that's one of my favorites that they did because that's almost exactly out of it was either mkx or mk11 but yeah like they've had a few where like he sometimes it's like he throws his hat down and it's you know spinning like a mm-hmm. saw blade sometimes yeah. he'll drag his opponents through it and just hold them up like each end up basically uh or sometimes it's more aggressive like this, where it was like faster. Yeah, into the sawmill. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, so yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. And then they killed him. <laughs> yeah, but that's also kind of just Kung Lao's character, unfortunately. Yeah. He gets killed a lot, it seems. Yeah, no, but. Yeah. At least they, at least they, let, they let him go out with a bang. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, so did you did you notice like actually I have so many things to talk about in terms of specific characters uh, but 
Okay. A big part of this movie was obviously the emphasis on Hanzo Hisashi. Mm-hmm. They teased the crap out of him for most of the film. Like, I mean... With the visions? Kind of. Like, yeah, with the visions, mostly. Like, they they started off the movie with Hanzo Hisashi. So he, it's not like he wasn't in there from the very beginning. And, like, he was doing stuff at the beginning. Um, like, he had the first real fight scene. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that was badass. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. But, you know, like, he didn't really show up as Scorpion until basically the end of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which they teased throughout the movie. <laughs> uh like with with the visions and everything because the main character cole is supposed to be like a descendant of hanzo hisashi um but obviously they had i was very conflicted and i'm still just kind of curious about what they're doing with sub-zero they definitely had him as like not the main villain, but the like the villains, like you know, he right was hand, basically you know. the main villain. Yeah, from the very beginning, like the sixteen when sixteen seventeen, whenever that uh, ancient that that scene in the in the, the first scene took place. Yeah, and he he was he was you know bad then, and they did a good job of showing that, and they showed him you know going through the years as um, uh, Shang Shang Shun, as I say it, uh, Shang Tsung. Thanks on how they brought him as his right hand at, at, uh, in the present, and just how powerful and just and bad he is. Um, but yeah, he he's definitely um, someone that will show up again. I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure. So because he's he's also a fan favorite too. Yeah, but of course this this whole thing with the the relationship between Sub Zero and Scorpion. That was where, like, and I think it's too soon to tell for sure if they're just doing totally their own thing here, separate from the games and all that lore, or if it's, or if they are still trying to follow that. But uh, if you don't know, in MK lore, uh, that, so that was Bihan, that we saw, who's the original Sub Zero? Uh, he has a brother that takes his uh, that takes up the mantle later, called uh, Kwai Liang. But Bihan, he doesn't actually kill Scorpion's Sub Zero. Uh, Scorpion's there. Uh, Scorpion's family and clan, uh, the Shirai Ryu. That's actually <coughs> Quan Chi. Uh, who's a sorcerer from the nether realm he does like a whole he he does a disguise basically uh, like an illusion and everything uh goes in makes himself appear as sub-zero kills scorpion's family and clan then kills scorpion and raises him back from death uh as a revenant to to serve him basically and He's, yeah, so Scorpion doesn't figure that out for a while, and then he ends up taking revenge on Sub-Zero, on Bihan, 
uh, for killing his family and clan, kills him, uh, like rips out his spine, I think. And it's just like, yeah, he, he killed him for, because that was what Quan Chi wanted and he framed him. Then uh, Bihan ends up getting revived, kind of, um, by uh, by Quan Chi as Noob Saibot, who is one of my favorite characters, by the way. And yeah, so he's, he ends up being a really interesting, weird character. Uh, and then again, Kwai Liang, Bihan's younger brother, ends up taking the mantle of Sub-Zero and eventually Kwai Liang and Hanzo Hasashi work something out and kind of become friends and uh, work together again after Scorpion rebuilds the Shirai Ryu. So basically that was too much information. <laughs> and uh, my, my point is I feel like it's still left open enough to decide if that was actually Bihan or if that was Quan Chi masquerading as Bihan. Because I could, I could see them taking either direction with it. And even if it was Bihan, uh, he was killed, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if it was him, I could see them bringing him back again as Noob Saibot in a sequel. Not necessarily the next one, but down the line. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, he, he, uh, Shang soon brought up, you know, did a whole Black Mist thing where he like enveloped all of his fallen you know, uh, fighters. And so that, that does leave room for them to come back, you know, in its end sequels. Uh, I think that will be a good th thing though. They, if they decided to use his younger brother, um, to kind of, you know, add more, add another character to, to the, to the, to the mix and give, gives that conflict another, you know, some, some rejuvenation. Yeah. And of course, um, you know, the, like Sub-Zero is never necessarily a bad guy. Um, like he's usually he's usually kind of a good guy but it's yeah like it's it's complicated they don't necessarily have everybody be definitively good or bad it's usually it just kind of depends um, like the Lin Kuei generally generally are bad but that's usually because of the leadership taking over and especially once the cyber initiative uh, takes hold, they're generally seen as bad and they follow orders of uh, Shao Kahn. But Sub-Zero, uh, Kwai Liang in particular, uh, kind of rebuilds the, uh, the Lin Kuei and puts them on the side of Earthrealm. But will they do could that is that something that you see them doing in different movies because I think, I think they want to go with having like you know a, a, good, a definite, definite set of good guys and bad guys yeah um but again like this is where it's yeah he he is generally a good guy i'd say Bihan probably wasn't which is why i think they set him up as a bad guy in this uh but again it's just it's kind of complicated like there's the factions that are all kind of fighting each other or not necessarily each other, but you know, um, 
And then, so it's kind of the faction and then the individual members from factions can kind of go either way. Um, but yeah, like one, one character I was really happy to see because I don't know why, she's just always been one of my favorites, um, was Natara. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with who Natara is. Uh, she's, I don't even remember much of her backstory, honestly. I just remember she showed up first in, I wanna say it was Deadly Alliance, but she she's a she's an interesting one she's like a vampire bat kind of person mm -hmm. really interesting um really interesting character very like obscure so i'm sure a lot of casual fans didn't know who that was they definitely you know like name dropped her like this is natara but yeah. <laughs> only to have her <laughs> Uh, fatality not too long after her introduction yeah <laughs> they also had and i was so happy with what they did um because my favorite character at least one of my favorite characters is melina <laughs> and i was happy with uh how they how they used her in this she is the one that got sawed in half by the hat right you said natara was the bat winged chick right yeah. Yeah, but no, Malina, she was she, Natara, the Batwing shit got sawed in half. Oh, she did? Yeah. Natara? Yeah, but I'm talking about Melina now. Melina got Melina was fighting uh Cole, but then Sonya came in after getting her That's right. Icon, and she she just got her icon after killing Kane. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, uh Kano, not Kane. Um yeah. So, and then she then she used her, used her Hakana to kill uh, Sonya to finish Sonya off. Yeah, which I felt was a little a little rushed. Um, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was good that you know it showed it had her yeah her and Kano had her had their squaring off and they were you know rivals in the games as as they were rivals in the games or they were rivals in the movies. It was fitting for her to kill him, but then you know kind of forcing you know yeah she gets the mark but then she goes she just go goes in and kills um uh melina just like that it's like okay yeah. that's whatever but i mean i think it also does speak to uh just her character and i think they built her character up well enough to make it feel earned on her part at least that's how i took it because you know she has been prepared just like always prepared for uh battle and everything she's a skilled mm -hmm. fighter anyways yeah so just giving her those powers were, uh, which it's weird. I'm pretty sure that's one that's never been like an actual power. She usually has uh, wrist, like things that she mounts mm -hmm. on her wrist that yeah. uh, shoot those beams. But uh, yeah, and here they just made it like an energy beam that she can just shoot. Um, yeah, again, the, the weird crap with the Hakanos uh, or having adding having that as a plot device and then having that be, you know, it's like, okay, it works, but it also kind of doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, uh, so one of my favorite moves uh, with Melina, and this is one reason I love her, is like she does this teleporting kick yeah. <laughs> a lot of times. 
And I love that they kept having her teleport around yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Um, also, one thing I was kind of, I don't know, iffy about based on what we had seen in the trailers, uh, they just, you know, kind of gave her like some smudgy, like bloody stuff around her mouth. Uh, but then it did get to a point where they actually, like, she opened up her smile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she she had the whole Tarkatan teeth. Yeah, thing. I, thought that, I thought that was a good a good effect. Just have her like be. Oh, she's just she pl- passes. She can pass as a human, you know, if yeah. she wants to. But then when she's fighting, yeah, she brings she brings the girl brings her. She op- opens up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and. Yeah, so like she she was great. I thought they did a much better job with her than I had feared. Uh, even though she, again she wasn't really a, a main character, she was kind of a main villain ish. Yeah, she was she was definitely on the on the the other the other side. Um, yeah. uh, how'd you feel about how they handled Goro? I was just thinking that actually, like it was. Uh, it was fine. <laughs> he he was kind of underwhelming. Yeah, yeah. It's like, ooh, they they it was like, oh man, they sent Goro after them. I was like, Goro's definitely gonna kill at least one of his <laughs> one member of his family or something. Yeah. I, I I wasn't sure what to expect, but but then it's like, okay, Cole gets his Akano. And he just whips Goro just like that. And I was like, oh, okay, that's that's not, yeah. not a lot of justice, not a lot of justice for Goro there. Yeah. <laughs> Especially one that's probably that, that was uh shown on the wall as like being one of the victors of a Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. No, he's like Goro's supposed to be like Shang Tsung's champion. Yeah. He's like basically the big reason that excuse me, that Outworld has won nine out of ten tournaments uh which sorry sidetrack um (laughs) that was a bit of a weird thing they didn't actually have a tournament yeah yeah that's right and they were building up for a tournament but then they just they were just like you know what we're since neither side is playing by the rules we're just gonna like jump the other side and and try to beat them so we don't have to have a tournament. Yeah. It's like, uh, okay. Which, again, I think for the sequel, they need to, I think this gives them room for, to slow things down and actually have a legitimate tournament um, with, act, with, 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 the, with the same, with similar stakes involved. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, there, there were... I'm just saying in general, there were a lot of good design choices for for characters. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Cabal was great. Mm-hmm. Um like even even Sonia, like she had a pretty basic outfit, but it was it was like you could tell it was Sonia pretty well, even yeah, if yeah. like they didn't just have her name all the time. But uh like she looked pretty pretty much true to how she's presented in the games. Mm-hmm. Um, same with just about everybody. Obviously, Sub Zero had a good outfit, but mm-hmm. it was really dark. It wasn't like they didn't really the focus flashy. too much on a blue. 
yeah, the, the blues weren't as flashy. They were very, uh, very dark. A lot of more gray than, uh, than yeah. blue. But yeah, they had they had good good designs and everything. Yeah, um, all the characters look pretty legit, like straight out of, straight out of the games. Yeah, yeah, and I I'm like I know this is a, a thing that hopefully it seems like it's getting better just in general. But I was also very glad that this was not, and I don't think they really did this in the original movies either. Um, but I could just be misremembering it totally. This also did not feel whitewashed at all. Yeah, it, it was very. It was everybody was represented represented as they were supposed to supposed to have been. Um, yeah. With uh, you know, lot mostly age, mostly an Asian cast, um, and the character and took taking some liberties with other characters, like oh, that was you know, especially, especially with with Melina. Yeah. And it, but, and it all, but it, and it all worked out. Yeah, but also it is a bit weird. <laughs> I've always thought it was a bit, I don't know, interesting. I guess uh, these games have always felt like almost obviously <laughs> Japanese. I guess just because mm-hmm. they have like so many ninja characters, yeah. but it's a like. I think um, NetherRealm Studios or Midway when they formed, I guess, uh, they're a very American studio mm-hmm. in California, I, I believe. Um, so yeah, I mean, they, they've always, I think, done a pretty good job of just having a diverse cast of characters. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it, it definitely it definitely came through in the this movie as well. They didn't try to make, yeah, they didn't try to whitewash it. Um, which was good. Yeah. But I don't think they actually got a real Shokan to play Goro. So that's, that was a bit shitty. Yeah. Hope, I think, I think he'll, I think all the ones that we saw just like it get murked at the end of the movie, I think they'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, but that's, I think that's kind of it. What what else did you have? Um, um I, I as you know, as we said, I, I liked it that Cole was an original character to bring in to just kind of let the let people who don't know a lot about Mortal Kombat that, that aren't you know fans since the eighty eight fans since the eighties or fans since childhood that he was a good he was a good intro character. I feel he his personality though could have been had a little more to it. Um, I think he could have you know he could have afforded it would have helped his character a little bit if he had lost someone preferably his wife to sub-zero and i'm kind of glad they didn't you know like because that also feels very overused like a very overused trope yeah yeah but i feel like he he, what his personality wasn't you know fully fleshed out you know, it showed that he was he 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 definitely has a cause now that he's kind of that he's dedicated to the the, tur- the tournament. Um, as you as you see at the end when he goes to find Johnny Cage. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that seeing. That was not a subtle Easter egg. No, it was not. <laughs> Did you everything notice- everything short of showing uh the face his actual face? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Did you notice the Easter egg for Katana in the movie? I missed that one. 
Uh, yeah, it was. I can't remember exactly where it was. It may have been at Raiden's Temple, but um, they had yeah, like in the background, like it was pretty clear in the screen, but uh, it was like, you know, obviously not a focus of it. Uh, you could see one of Katana's uh, fan blades in the back. It was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, it wasn't uh, like pointed out. I know Kano stole the medall that medallion. And then yeah, that I, put it back. I actually kind of forgot they didn't do anything with that. That's uh, Shinnok's amulet. Mm -hmm. uh, it's actually super important in the like the games and everything uh, because Shinnok is he's a very major villain, and it yeah, it's just there's a lot to it and it's kind of complicated, but it's it's a very significant um, item. In the lore, which I was, I was glad that they included it in there. Yeah. Um, how would you have felt if it had been for Cole? I was thinking that it would have been cooler if, you know, and it seemed like they were they were building up to this with him having visions of Scorpion and Hell, um, and I thought it was going to be that oh, Scorpion is going to take over Cole, you know, take over Cole's body um, at the end so he can fight Sub Zero. Uh, because there was no indication in the trailer that oh, like sub that um, Cole was the Cole's that was nearby when they were fighting. Yeah, actually, you know what? Just taking that note, I feel like they did a good job, a really good job of not giving away like anything basically in the trailers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there were a few actual surprises. Um. But they were nothing like totally mind blowing. Yeah. Um, but no, like I, I didn't necessarily expect that or think that was gonna happen. But yeah, I mean, usually because I don't know. Actually, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think that. Yeah, but it, of course, yeah, I guess they wanted to show, you know, do the whole, you know, it was kind of. Out of, out of nowhere with with Scorpion, which I I love the that that he showed up to do the whole get over here. That yeah. that was that was that was dope. But I mean, of course, was, as soon as it happened or just before it happened, it was like he's obviously gonna do that. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. gonna say get over here, and it's like <laughs> it's it's cool. Yeah, that was that was that was fun. super predictable. Yeah, but it was fun though. Yeah. and they had the instrumental uh, music to um the the. The video, the theme, uh, and I, I also enjoyed the uh, techno thing they had uh, at, during the during the credits. Yeah, yeah. I actually, yeah. I, had to, I had to look that up on Spotify because nice. it was dope. Because it, it was awesome. Yeah, but no, it was my. If I had a, a complaint, like a legitimate complaint about the movie, something that I didn't expect, I wasn't already necessarily prepared for. And was maybe a little annoyed by. I may have to watch it again though, and I may have a change of heart on it. I only watched it once so far, um, but and they did this. Maybe it was just one long section where they did this, but they had overlapping fights, and they kept cutting between them. Yeah. And I was just like. Can you, it feels like you're trying to cram way too much stuff into like 
in one scene basically you need to right. focus on one thing at a time yeah because you want to feel like you're in the fight with them right but then they of course they have so many characters and they want to give every character their spot their spot you know or have their have them do their do their thing uh yeah. which was like okay yeah the movie's not very long and it kind of it works to a degree but you know we want to see the, we want to see the characters like fight go from start to finish in their fight like it is in the games yeah and you know honestly if they were going to do that like have them all kind of fight like yeah fight like close together um so it's it's been a minute now since i've watched it but when the game was newer i would watch it all the time because i loved the trailer uh, the the opening sequence and it was also used as a trailer for um, the game Shaolin Monks. That had go watch it and that had a really good. That that was that looked really good for them having a bunch of people fighting each other like doing separate fights right next to each other mm-hmm. at at once. So uh, I think if they had done it kind of like that, it would have. It could have worked much better, but yeah, from here now in that in that part, it just kind of felt like I don't know. I felt like I was being tugged back and forth <laughs> to be yeah, like yeah. into different fights, and I I couldn't really fully appreciate any one fight. Um, but yeah, again, maybe I just need to watch it again. So. Despite you know, despite some of the the high, the hijinks or the the some of the the end stuff, I I enjoy I enjoy watching. It. I'll probably watch it again just to enjoy the the scene the the fight scenes which were stellar and the the um yeah special the effects yeah yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that's that's generally our first impressions review of this. I I thought I thought it was good. Um, you know, I, I definitely think that it met my expectations, maybe even exceeded them just by a little bit. <laughs> um, so yeah, like, obviously, I think if you're a Mortal Kombat fan, it delivers. Yeah, uh, for yeah. the most part, but yeah, and, and I'm, I'm definitely excited to see where they go with this in the future. Yes, definitely want more of this. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Uh, you got any last words, Josh? Uh, no, uh, except uh, go see it in your theater if you can. Uh, theaters are, you know, having a, a tough time right now. They're trying to, they're trying to. I guess they're trying to make a comeback now that things are getting a little safer. But yeah. you know, if you, can, if you can watch it in theater safely, go go for it. Yeah. Um, but if, uh, of course, not everyone's comfortable with that. So, if you have HBO Max and you're not comfortable with going to the movie theater quite yet, uh, do that. That, yeah. that can be just as good yeah hopefully you have a decent internet connection <laughs> yeah because i was worried about watching this at, at the house but it worked out great i didn't have any problems with lag for other movies i've had to you know it's been a bit of an issue which kind of takes away from the experience but yeah yeah but also um i just remembered if you are gonna watch it on hbo max you have a limited time to do that i i think it goes mm-hmm. away on <clears throat> i think it's the 30th but i can't remember if it's the 30th of april or may 
Well, uh, no, it's May 23rd, actually. May 23rd. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then I was yeah. totally wrong. It's, it's, it's a month, but it's a, it's a month, though. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. So if you're going to watch it on HBO Max, make sure to keep that in mind that it's going away on the 23rd. I imagine it will be back eventually. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. All right, so thank you guys for watching. Again, we're going to try to get back on our regular schedule as soon as we can, so hopefully this week or next week. But, yeah, until then, nerd out. Nerd out.